Let's begin to say thank you to the Lord for his kindness, for his goodness, for his mercies, for his compassion. Let's just say, Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you for answered prayers. Thank you because this is the confidence that we have, that when we pray, you hear us. And because you've heard us, Father, we have that which we have requested of you. We thank you. We can never thank you enough. Honor and glory we give unto you, Lord. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Um, last week we began a new series, Jesus Is. And um, it's, 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 it's been amazing. If this is your first time joining us in this series, you have come at a good time. Um, and last week we looked at Jesus Is the One. Today, we'll be looking at Jesus is Alpha and Omega. Everybody say Alpha and Omega. Jesus is Alpha and, and Omega. As we are going to see in the, in the sermon, Jesus is not just the Alpha and the Omega. It's everything else in between. Jesus is at the center of it all. Even though he's the Alpha, even though he's the Omega, Jesus is at the center of everything. We, we, we gave a quote last week of some historian, H.G. Wells, if, I'm, if I can remember. And, and, and the man said, I'm an historian. I'm not a believer. And he said, this penniless preacher from Nazareth, Jesus Christ, is irrevocably the center of history. Praise the Lord. The dating system that we use in the world, for instance, is, this year is 2013. Really, it's 2013 AD. Everything that happened before Jesus is what? BC. Everything that happened after Jesus is A.D. And Jesus is right where? At the center. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I want you to just focus on him, the beginning of time, the end of all creation. And tell him he's the center of your life. 
Amen. God bless you. Be seated. Praise the name of the Lord. If you are clapping for Jesus, I think you should clap for Jesus. Amen. Um, that's, that's, that's the sermon. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it always has been Jesus. Everything that was made was made by him. This, the word of God says everything seen and unseen, whether they are thrones, whether they are dominions, whether they are principalities, whether they are powers, everything was made by him and for him. Everybody say Jesus. And our text is from Revelations 1 verse 8. Revelations 1 8. Revelations 1 8. This is the words of the Lord Jesus himself. You have a red lettered Bible. It will be in red. It says, I am the Alpha and what? And Omega. I am the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. Says the Lord God, I am he who is, who was, and who is to come. The Almighty. Alpha and Omega means the first and the last and the most important parts. The, the, the Alpha and Omega are um, uh, alphabets in the Greek, um, in Greek, in the Greek language. They are alphabets in the Greek language. The first alphabet in the Greek um, um, language is Alpha. In English, Jesus, if we were referring to an English audience, Jesus would have said, I am the A to Z. Praise the name of the Lord. I am the A to Z. He is not only Alpha and Omega. Is everything else in between. So, in, in, there are 24 letters in the Greek language. 24 letters in the Greek language. 26 in the English language. Right? 26? Yeah, 24 in the Greek language. And Jesus was saying in essence, I am Alpha, I am Beta, I am Gamma, I am Delta, I am Epsilon, I am Zeta, I am Eta, I am Theta, I am Iota, I am Kappa, I am Lambda, I am Mu, I am Nu, I am Z, I am Omricon, I am Pi, I am Rho, I am Sigma, I am Tau, I am Epsilon, I'm Phi, I'm Chi, I'm Psi, and I'm Omega. He says in short, I am Alpha and Omega. And you know, sometimes, you know, when you read the scriptures, you, you would think because it says and, he actually meant the first and just the last. And he says so that there's no confusion. In the text, he says, I am he who is. He who was. And he who is to 
come. In other words, I am he who was Alpha. I'm he who is wherever you are on the alphabet scale, whether you're on the B or the C or the D or the E or the wherever you are, I am. And when you get to the end, I will be there. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. So, when he said, I am Alpha and Omega, if he had stopped there, you know, you could argue that he just meant the beginning and the end. No, he went on to say, I am the one that was, I am the one that is, and I'm the one that, what? Is to come. I am the Almighty. Jesus is the only alphabet you can use to reach God. The only language that God speaks and understands is the language where Jesus, where the alphabet has Jesus as the Alpha and Omega. The only language that God speaks is, 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 is the language where all the alphabets, let's bring it down to English, A to Z of that, lang- of that alphabet system is Jesus. A is what? If you are teaching a child, you know, we say A for, B for, C for, D for, and on and on and on and on. In the, in the, in the, in the school of heaven, the language of heaven, A for, B for, C for, Z for, is everything. That's the language that the heaven understand. When he says, I am the alpha, in other words, I am the, I am the nu- numerical construct of heaven. Praise the name of the Lord. Before him, there was none. After him, you will not find another. Bringing this down home, once you find Christ. In other words, or once Christ found, finds you, once you are, you, you are in union with Christ, you have no need for another. Because he's the Alpha and Omega. Last week we explained how he's the one. Please get the CD or download the message. He's the one. He's, if, you, if you come to Jesus, the truth remains that Everything you will ever need is where? Is in Jesus. In Hebrews, sorry, Hebrews, yeah? Hebrews 12 to Jesus puts it this way, or the word of God puts it this way. The word of God says that we should look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus is the author, the beginning and the end of our faith. And, and there are three parts, to three obvious parts to Jesus being Alpha and Omega. There are three obvious parts. And, and, and the first is Jesus as Alpha, which is the one that was in the beginning. And if there was before the beginning, who will you find there? Jesus. Then the Omega, which is the one who is to come. Then everything right in between, we will call the I am, the one that is. 
the Alpha, the I am, the Omega. In fact, Jesus puts, puts it this way. He says, I am Alpha and Omega. I am Alpha and Omega. So that's why I said, I am the one that is, I am, and is to, was Alpha and is to come, Omega. I hope you got that. Alpha, the one that was Jesus was Jesus is the beginning. You know, it's one thing to be there in the beginning. It's another thing to be the beginning. Jesus was not only there in the beginning. Jesus what? Is the beginning. In John chapter 1, John 1, I want us to read from 1 to 5, then from then verse 14. It's so amazing. Jesus. The word of God says in John 5, John 1 from 1 to 5, it says, in the beginning, the world already existed. The world was with God and the world was God. So this word, it was not only with God at the beginning. This word was God. Everyone said the word was God. Verse 2, he existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. And nothing was created except how? Except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone and the light shines in darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Verse 14, he says, so the word, everyone say the word. So the word became human. I'm reading from New Living Translation. The word became human. The KJV says the word became flesh. And made his home amongst us. It was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. So clearly, the word of God is saying that that word is who? That word is Jesus. That was in the beginning with God. That was God. That existed before the beginning. That word is Jesus. Is the absolute alpha, if you will. Before him, there was nothing. And there, is n there was no before him. If you want to find it before him, when you get there, like we said, who will you find? You find Jesus. He is the beginning. In Psalm 90 verse 2, the word of God says in Psalm 90 verse 2, that before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth the, and the world, from beginning to the end, you are God. Praise the name of the Lord. From beginning to the end, you are what? There was never a time when Jesus was not existing. And there will never be a time when Jesus will not exist. There was never a time when Jesus was not existing. 
It is so important that we understand this because really this is what separates our faith in Christ as believers from every other faith. There's undeniable proof that Jesus lived on earth, on this physical earth. So everyone that is worth his salt will not argue with that. But where a lot of people stumble and, and, and fall and is that, oh, they say, oh, yeah, Jesus came. Oh, yeah, he was, a, he was a wise guy. Oh, yeah, he was a moral teacher. But that thing about God is not God. He's not the son of God. When did God have a son? Have you heard that before? Praise the name of the Lord. It's because they didn't understand that Jesus is Alpha and Omega. Jesus is Alpha and Omega. And Jesus never missed words about his eternal existence. He never left that to chance. He was so clear. In fact, like we said last, last week, quoting uh, C.S. Lewis, that you can, you can call Jesus names, but you cannot say he was just a prophet or he was just a moral leader. Because if anyone said what Jesus said, the person is either, is either governmental or is really what he says he is. Jesus was speaking to the Jews in John 8. In fact, I want to encourage you to read the whole of John 8 when you get home. It's a fantastic story. Jesus was speaking to the Jews and the, 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 the Jews, how did the argument start? Simple. Jesus said, okay, because they want to be Jesus followers. Jesus says, if you want to... If you follow me, if you want to be my disciples in truth, you will abide in my teachings. So, if you want to be a believer, you will abide in my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I mean, for a Jew, that is an insult. And immediately, they revolted. We, we, we are free already. How can you say you, your, your truth will set us free? Meanwhile, you want to follow Jesus, but they want to come with their own theology. We are free already. How can you say your truth tell us? You set us free. Jesus says that everyone that sins is a slave to sin. And when you listen to my words, the truth will set you what? Free. I said, no, we've never been in bondage. We are Abraham's children. Jesus says, if you were Abraham's children, you will listen to what I am saying. He said, who do you think you are? Just say, you don't understand. Abraham loved to see my day. And he saw it. And he rejoiced. And he said, you are just, you're not even up to 50. And you are saying, Abraham, our father, rejoiced to see your day. Who are you? He says, exactly. If you, if you were from God, you will listen to me. But because you are not of God, you will not listen to me. They now went all through this country. Are you saying you are greater than Abraham? Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> now, do, do you know the conclusion of, of the conclusion of the Jews? They said, you have a demon. That's what they said. You are possessed. Now, we have been hearing that something is wrong with you. Now, we have confirmed it. That you are. Now you will see in verse 58, you know, read the whole thing. You just read from 1 to 
I think it goes even further than 58. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was, I am. I existed before Abraham. I made Abraham. For the Jew, Abraham was the father of their lineage, which is true, I mean, biologically. But Jesus said, I chose Abraham. I made Abraham. If you will listen to Abraham, you will listen to me. And he said, no, why we should we listen to you? Moses is our teacher. Abraham is our father. Jesus says, no, you are of your father, the devil. Because he's a liar from the beginning. And when he's even lying, he's, he's talking his own, his alphabets are lies. Jesus said. So, Jesus was always clear to everyone that cared to listen that he was God and he is God and he will continue to be God. Jesus is Alpha. Jesus was there before you were born. Before your parents decided to conceive you. Even when they said you're a mistake and they wanted to flush you out, Jesus made sure that you were not aborted. I have a friend today. They tried to abort him plenty times. <laughs> he wasn't aborted. Finally, but today, I mean, he's the most powerful of all his siblings. And the parents are glad that they didn't abort him. Who we'll makes sure that they didn't abort him? I heard a joke. And they gave birth to a baby in worry. And worry, guys, no offense. And when they gave birth to a baby, worry, the baby was talking. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. <laughs> and they're like, wow, baby that is talking. And they open the baby's hands. He has seven abortion pills. <laughs> As the mother was swallowing it, she was capturing it. <laughs> I'm not going to die. Jesus was there from the beginning. The, the day you were conceived, the day the sperm met the egg, Jesus was there. So, when you talk about foundational problems, who is the master of foundational problems? When you talk about ancestral causes, who can go to the beginning of your life and correct the foundations of your life? Jesus! Jesus! He was there! Do, do you know why demons tremble at the name of Jesus? Because demons know Jesus more than believers do. In the name of Jesus. They're like, how? Oh. Okay, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. Why? Because they were there when he sent them out from heaven. They were there when he came and walked on earth. They were there when he was killed and he was buried for three days. They were there when they were rejoicing in hell over him. And they were there when he came and took the keys of death and hell from Satan. 
they were there. They saw the whole thing in action. When he rose again, they saw it. So, you see, the, 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 the final part, I don't know how long this series is going to be, but the final part of the series, I know the title, the final part of the series, maybe we are going to finish it in December. I don't know when we are finishing it. But I know the title of the final part. The final part is Jesus is alive. <laughs> He's alive. You see, why you may not know a lot of theory and a lot of grammar. They say to the blind man that, oh, he's just a sinner. He's an ordinary man. He's a, he was born by a woman. We know where he's born as a. He's a sinner like you and I. Give glory to God. Does that not sound spiritual? Give glory to God. Jesus said, sorry, the blind man said, whether he be a sinner or not, me, I don't know. I don't go to school. No. But one thing I know, <laughs> whereas I was blind, but now I can see. <laughs> you guys can be arguing that Jesus is a... One thing I know. You see, it is the, when you taste the power of God, it's no, no theory can confuse you of the existence and the authority of Jesus. It doesn't exist. No, 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 no system can confuse you. Which is why Paul says we use plain languages. We use simple English so that your faith can be based on the power of God and not on the wisdom of men. Why? Because the wisdom of men will fail. But the power of God will endure. The guys that went to Syria alone, for instance, you know, one of my colleagues that went with them, she said that I experienced God like Never before. I saw the power of God in action. Have they not been seeing it at God's really service? They have. But they saw it walking through them. Do you understand what I'm saying? They said to masquerade, you cannot pass this line. Masquerade tried to pass. He fell down and died. <laughs> On his face. Bwah. And they saw it live. Now, can you confuse that person that Jesus is not alive? How? I remember my wife and I we went for evangelism. You know, we used to go for evangelism on Sunday before we became pastors. <laughs> After church, we look for our friends that don't know Jesus just to try and win them to Christ. So we were with this guy, a friend of mine. He does, he's, he's deeply into the occult. He does astral travel and all those things. And he was arguing that Jesus, there were so many things. But, you know, when he now said, that, oh, Buddha, Mohammed, every, Jesus, they are all teachers, great teachers. You know, something was turning on my inside. I became agitated. And I said to him, stop that. Stop that now. Don't ever in your life place Jesus on the same pedestal with Buddha or with Mohammed or with Krishna. Oh, and, and, and you see, my wife was pinching me me cool down. I said, leave me alone. Leave me. You know, there are some people, when you abuse them, they do my, but when you abuse their mother, they can break something. <laughs> For me, when you abuse Jesus, anything can happen <laughs> in the spirit, not physically. Anyway, I now said to him, I said, you do soul travel, you do all this nonsense. Ask him a question. Why is it that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee bows, you know that, don't you? He says he does. 
I say because Jesus has, has risen above. He was a greater master. I say, in fact, right now I want to prove to you that Jesus is alive. At that point, I didn't know what to do. But I want to say, Father, smite him with blindness. Let his right hand be paralyzed. Yes, some people, they need... Otherwise, they won't believe. But at that point, my wife prevailed over me. Femi, let's go. Femi, let's go. Femi, let's go. Femi, let's go. So I cooled down. I apologize to you. I'm sorry for being brash. I'm here to represent the love of God. Not to fight World War Three. <laughs> anyway, the point is this. When you... Oh, that was years ago. I probably I won't do that now. If you abuse Jesus, he's able to fight for himself. Do you know that? He's able to fight for himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you about him, but I won't fight for him. I was younger. <laughs> Scary. So Jesus is Alpha. Next one. Quickly now. Jesus is I am. Everybody say I am. I am. I am Alpha and Omega. The one who is. A lot of people accept Jesus as Alpha. They accept him as Omega. And they struggle. You know, they, they know that the God of the past. They know that there is a God in the future. There is some heaven somewhere. But they struggle with the Jesus of the now. They struggle with the resurrected Christ. He says, I am Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord God, I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. He is, I am, is the God of now. The Lord was saying to Moses, Moses said, what is your name? He says, what is my name? I am that I am. Imagine, ask somebody, what's his name? What's my name? I am that I am. Who ascends you? If they ask you who ascends you, say who? I am ascends you. So, Jesus is not just the God that was, the I was that I was. He's not just the God that will be, there will be that will be. Is the God that is. Is the I am. And that's very comforting, you know. In Psalm 46, from verse 1, Psalm 46, verse 1, the, the, the word of God says in Psalm 46, 1, that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. It says, therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be what? Be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with swelling, says God is our refuge and a very present help. Everybody say very present help. You see, I don't know the phase of life that you are in. I don't know what struggles you are going through right now. But I'm here to tell you that God is your very present. Present means now. Present help. You may have bills or, or your, your rent is due or your, you have accommodation issues or, or you have a career issue or you have a health challenge or, or you have a child that is delinquent or whatever the challenge may be. 
Jesus is your very present help in time of trouble. He says, even though the earth quakes, in other words, you, the fact that Jesus is present doesn't mean the earth will not quake. Even though the earth is quaking under you, even though the mountains have been shaking before you, you will not be afraid. Why will you not be afraid? Because Jesus is your very present help. Your marriage is under fire. You will not be afraid. Why? Because Jesus, everybody say Jesus, Jesus. is my very present help. Present help. Present help. The reason we run Elter Skelter is because we don't know that he is present and is present to help. There was a young man that went for a crusade at the village and went for a crusade at the village. And you know, that village has been held captive by a, a, a witch, a woman that was very occultic, held captive. And the first day of his crusade, People gave their life to Jesus, which means she lost customers and people that she was oppressing were being freed. So she sent a message to the boy, I'm going to destroy you. Have you not heard about me? She sent a CV to him. I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. The guy ignored him. Second day of the crusade, more people gave their life to Jesus. So this woman came personally. This boy, when he shared, this guy, when he shared his testimony, he said when he was, you know, the village it was a village, so they didn't have burglary proofs. You know, there's no bars, just the window and the forest. After the window, the forest. She, he said the atmosphere of his room changed. Fear filled the room. You know, and he was like, What is this? And he looked at the window. There was the witch in a full regalia breathing fire that is i'm going to take you out you know the guy says that he looked at her yeah it is you Abby. and he turned his back and slept off jesus is my very present help the guy knew that are with me are more than they. She came to warn him about the last day of the crusade that he must not hold. If it were a lot of people, what would they do? The blood of Jesus. <laughs> Where's my anointing oil? Where's my anointing oil? They are looking for anointing oil. What is that? Jesus says, I am your very present help. Greater than the anointing oil. Oh, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Village, there's no reception. Okay, let me let me try and text text Pastor. Jesus says that before Pastor was born, I am. After Pastor has gone, I will be. You must know him. And he said he slept off. Imagine you are the one. There's a, there's a witch right on your window. I mean, there's no burglary proof. You look at the witch, you smiled. And you turned and you slept off. 
At the last day of the crusade, the witch came to the crusade ground. They gave the other call. Who was the first person to come out? It was the witch who came forward. <laughs> ah, this Jesus, I want this Jesus. And the guy allowed her to share testimony. The witch was saying that when the guy smiled, that confusion hit them in their kingdom. Just the smile. They were all confused. Turned his back and slept. Who did that? Was it him? It was Jesus, the very present help. You know, Yorubans would say, Romolishe, fire tea. In other words, the ones that send you on a message and put, beats his chest, is right behind you. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> you know, I share the story of Tom and Jerry a lot because I just love Jerry. You know, I was speaking to one of my colleagues and she actually likes Tom. She's always sorry for Tom that Jerry is too troublesome. I love Jerry, man. You know Jerry. Jerry's the mouse. So one day, Tom, Jerry has gone to look for trouble. Tom's trouble. Maybe he went to pull his whiskers or something. I don't know. And Tom, the cat, was chasing Jerry down the alley, up the roof, up and down, you know. Jerry was running for his life, you know. Then, all of a sudden, Jerry made a, 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 made a bend, sharp bend, into another block. And Tom made the bend. And as Tom made the bend, Jerry was there, posing. You know, Tom actually stopped. I said, ah. am I missing something here? You know, and moves closely to Jerry. Uh, it's still you now. I'm going to deal with you. Then shows up the bulldog behind Jerry. <laughs> then the trajectory of the race reversed. They were now going in the opposite direction. <laughs> with Tom, the cat running, the bulldog chasing, and Jerry just having fun. The same thing with Jesus. For a lot of us, they have chased you, you have run, you have been running, and you have been running, and you have been running. Today, you will stop running. You stop running. And it's not going to be because of Ogboju. If you try Ogboju with Satan, it will kill you. It's because you will come in contact with the person of Jesus, the very present help in time of trouble. Praise the name of the Lord. Omega, the one that is to come, the ending. You know, a lot of us, if there's something that bothers us, we wonder how will we end. We wonder. A lot of people are afraid of how they will end. Guess what? You don't need to be afraid of how you will end. Because your end is who? It's Jesus. Jesus is your end. He's your omega. He's your alpha and omega. He's your end. He's your end. And because, of course, because he's the omega, he can definitely reach out into the future and correct everything in your life that would have been destructive. He can. Do you want to know how tomorrow looks like? 
Look at Jesus. He's your tomorrow. Praise the name of the Lord. Just look at Jesus. He is my everything. He is my all. You know that song? He is my everything, both great and small. He makes my life complete, makes everything new. He is my everything. What about you? In, in him, in Jesus, we live. In him, we move. In him, we have our being, our existence. Is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is Jesus. It's going to be at the end of time. Believe it or not, of course, you know that every human life has an ending. All of us, if Jesus does not come, we are going to die. No matter how anointed you are, you are going to die. In fact, you may be so anointed that your Dead bones can be raising the dead, but you will still die. That should be very humbling for any human being. You will still die. I will still die. Everybody's going to die. Or we can be raptured if Jesus comes before we die. But everybody's an end. When you die, God has said it. You are going to stand before God. Everybody's going to stand before God. You can either stand before God as a son. To be rewarded, or you can stand before God as a servant to be judged. But everybody's going to stand before God. Everybody's going to stand before God. And at that point, at the end of our own time and existence, at least on earth, when we stand before God, who are we going to see? Jesus. Jesus is going to say to us, and I pray, I pray he says to you and, and to me, well done. Good and faithful. But he's going to say to the others, but we're going to meet the Omega, Jesus himself. The greatest objective of my life eternally, I've said it before, is two-pronged. On earth, if Jesus tarries and I die, I pray I've had like 12 children before I die. I'm joking, I'm joking. Say amen now, come on. Okay, I'm joking. From one wife, one wife. <laughs> when we got married, that was what I said to her. 12, are you ready? On your mark, set, go. But we have one. 11 to go. <laughs> anyway, we are not going to 12 anymore. We have a new... Tag. Anyway, when, if, if Jesus tarries and I go on my epitaph, you know what the epitaph is? That thing, the tombstone, the put, that, what they put on your grave. I want my, my, my wife and my children, I want them to be able to sincerely say and put there, he, Femi Munei, pleased God. That's all. 
from their heart of heart. I want them to be able to say that. And it pleased God. And, and when I show up before Jesus, you know, the, 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 my, my eternal objective, all I just want to hear is Jesus saying, Femi, well done. Ah! What can a man ask for in heaven? Nothing. To hear that word, Femi, well done. That determines my choices. The choices I make today, the path I take, am I taking the path of well done? Am I taking the path of you nonsense boy? Shall I enter? <laughs> Which path am I taking? The path of well done in Jesus' name. In Revelation 22, round up now, verse 11 to 13. Revelation 22, 11 to 13. You know, the word of God says that he... This is, you know, this is Jesus saying, listen, that guys, guys, listen to this. Jesus is saying, Revelation 22 from 11, he that is unjust, let him be what? Let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be what? Filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come, How? quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according to his faith shall be so we say oh throw your work out of the window sorry according to his work shall be i am alpha and omega the beginning and the first and the last. Jesus is saying, I'm telling you to live for me. I'm telling you to be, to be pure. You are giving me excuses. Oh, I can, I can continue to, to, to defile myself. I just need to plead the blood of Jesus. I'll be fine. Continue. Continue. That's what he's saying. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. You are not listening. Continue. I can't be stealing. I can't be stealing. It's okay. Nobody, I'll be smart about it. Everybody's doing it. Nobody's finding out. Jesus saying, I've been telling you, I've been telling you, I've been telling you. You are not listening. Continue. You are living pure. Jesus is saying what? Continue. Don't follow the bad people. You are living holy. Jesus is saying what? Continue. Is it because he wants those that are filthy to go to hell? No. He says, because I've told you over and over, you are not listening, then continue doing what you are doing. Then you will see if you will plant cocoyam and reap cassava. Is it magic fashek that sang it? How can a man plant cocoyam? I'll be able to sing it. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> you know? But that's the point. That's the point. Before you were born, Jesus is. He can correct your life. Now that you are alive, is your very present help. He can be that big guy that stands behind you that makes you to stop running from the village. He can be. Your future is in his hands. 
It's up to you now. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. I want you to just talk to God. The only language that God speaks and understands is the language where the alphabet have Jesus as A to Z. I want you to talk to God about what you have heard. Some of us, we need to align our lives. We need to realign our lives in tune with the Alpha and Omega. Some of us, we need to come in contact with the Alpha and Omega. You have foundational issues in your life. Generational curses that are destroying you. But you don't know Jesus. Or you used to know Jesus, you're backsliding. Today, you can set all that straight. I want to pray with you. Oh, you're saying, I've, I don't, I've never accepted Christ. I come to church. I, I come to church, but I'm far from God. I'm far from Jesus. If I'm being terrorized, I, I, I run because there's no big guy behind me. Jesus is not behind me. He's not my very present help. I want to pray with you. That is me. Pastor, please pray with me. Put up your hand now over your head. You don't need to come forward just where you are seated. I want to pray with you where you are. Put up your hand over your head quickly now. At the gallery, if you put up your hand, put up your hand well. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. Put up your hand well.